0: Welcome back to Gems with Genesis Amaris Kemp. With me today is Chad Smith and here's a little bit about Chad. Chad is the battle warrior. Chad works non-stop to help educate people on how to achieve a warrior life. Chad is a recover addict from both alcohol and pornography, currently 600 days plus sober. Chad grew up in and around addictions ranging from alcohol, painkillers, and pornography, Chad is using his past to educate people about life as an addict, life after an addiction, and living daily life in an alcohol-driven society. Chad is the owner of the Battle Warrior Brands. He's a member at both Life Church Green Bay and Community Church Oshkosh. Chad is an active member and mentor for the Venture Project, a small business co-working community in Oshkosh, Wisconsin. Chad received Sir Clyde Rivers Youth Empowerment Leadership Award for his youth empowerment throughout the world. Chad is a born-again Christian that is super passionate about addiction, camping, cars, hunting, horsepower, farming, fishing, running, working out, and sobriety living. and without further ado let's welcome the hidden gem chad smith
1: i'm the hidden gem guys <laughs> <laughs> no all all seriousness uh what are we two computers down couple records restops records so we are having a blast guys this is going to be a phenomenal message um like like we were joking around and saying it's usually when you get a little hiccups like this at the beginning uh, we tend to come out squeaking on squeaky smile, squeaky clean on the other side. So we are having a blast. I'm in upper, um, not upper Wisconsin. I'm in Wisconsin. And um, same time, same place, same everything. But what we're gonna be talking about, guys, is uh a new scene that I developed lately. It's called Rev Up Your Life. And I, I have two different analogies or whatever it is. So I'm a, I'm a huge car nut. I love my horsepower. And uh two things I talk about, especially to achieve a big warrior lifestyle is, uh, MPGs and RPMs. So some of you car lovers understand the RPMs means go fast and MPGs means uh, quality of gas, so You having the engine to make you go fast. So for me, it's, uh, for the, for the RPMs guys, it's all about rebuild yourself, perform flawlessly and motivate people going forward. And, and, and to kind of spend it the opposite way, guys, with the MPGs, it's, it's all about looking at yourself personally. So it's like personal. Okay, so I have to fix my mindset, which is an M. The biggest thing with a healthy mindset is fixing your perception from the people around you. That's the P and writing all the goals down to achieve a warrior lifestyle.
0: And then we're going to dive deeper on how he's using these methodologies to help activate your inner warrior. Because we all know that if we don't really tap into who we are internally, then how are we going to exhibit it externally? So you must look within yourself so you could be whole, well, complete, and all the things. And that comes from self-care, self-awareness, self-actualization. And most importantly, our source, which is God, Alpha and Omega. And without um, having God, we wouldn't be the people that we are today. And Chad has overcame a lot of trials and tribulations in his life, but it's those trials and tribulations that put him to the test where the test is now his testimony. So Chad, let's talk about what was it like going through addiction and what helped you overcome the addiction?
1: Um, what was it like going through the addiction to be completely honest when you're in the upper Midwest? Um, and I'm going to answer it this way because it's such a culture up here that at times you really don't know it's an addiction. So like you get raised up with you know, families going out, out to eat, you know, Friday night, we call it the Friday night fish or the happy hour times. So like, you know, and I'm going to use, you know, my childhood, for example. So Thursday nights, Thursday nights were a lot of happy hours in the area. So like the, you know, family members, friends or whatever would leave work at four or five o'clock in the afternoon, go right to the bars. And there's a two for ones usually for, you know, four, you know, two, three, four hours. So here you're out at the bars and I'm what, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 years old. So like this, this culture we grow up in, it's, it's more of like a community culture. So it it sounds really sad to say it this way, but when you're involved with alcohol like that, for sure. Um, growing up from day one, you you really don't know it's an addiction until the end where you're reliant on it. You're grabbing that bottle. Um, For me, honestly, it was was a few life events that kind of caused the tipping point. So like, you know, you're you're crawling through, like for me, I started drinking where I remember where I was uh, 11, 12 years old. Every ah. week, grabbing a mixer kind of going, you know, camping with the family, having mixers without, and like I said, I have a 24 ounce shaker bottle here. It'd be 12 ounces alcohol mm-hmm. with no ice in it with, um, soda, usually Pepsi and, and whiskey. And I'm you know, we can talk in depth exactly what it was. Um, that was the starting point and we call it the grandpa drink. So like I grew up watching grandpa doing that. So 11 12 13 years old hey go make a crap drink here all of a sudden you don't know the the repercussions of drinking that much whiskey and i would have two three four of those a night
0: wow and then it was just a cycle that was just a continued cycle because that was a product of your environment at the time so seeing your um Parents, your grandparents, and those who were around you live that lifestyle, and then you coming to terms that okay, this lifestyle is not conducive. What age were you when you decided that hey, I no longer want to be a part of this lifestyle? I need to change my life because I just don't like where I'm going and where I'm headed.
1: So, when I break it down to people, I when it comes to like the pornography and the alcohol, it's so I'm 35 years old and, and the majority of my life I've had, you know, issues with it. So like 20, I'm going to say 20 years plus. So like, that's half my life for sure. And, and when it comes to like nine years old, I've seen, you know, the playboys on the wall, you know, having your family and you're, you're my age, a little bit older. So like some of the Caddyshack videos and stuff back in the day that would contain it. So like the SNL stuff, like the original Bill Murray, all that, that whole you know allotment and i'm not using bill more uh, bill murray but anyone that's in that group understands the animal house the Caddyshacks, shacks the the porkies the comedy movies that push the, the boundaries on that stuff so um but no it so that stuff i got raised up yeah eight nine years old dad loved that lifestyle so like you'd see that um and then go to college and still try to maintain that lifestyle. So obviously I'm in Wisconsin and, and people, I'm going to say down South, but you know, in Texas, they know that too. So, you know, never have a Wisconsin person in a drinking uh, contest down South because it's just how we are up here. And I'm going to say how we are, but just how we are. Um, But yeah, like I said, I'm, I'm currently 35 now and it took me, to honestly get through a terrible marriage. Um, and then multiple scriptures of, uh, be diligent, be sober. Um, don't quote me on which one it is. I think it's Matthew, but, um, it, it's been in it multiple times. So I, I know what he's done for me and I'm, I go to church a lot, but like the memorizing scripture and stuff, I'm not quite there yet. Um, that's a work in progress.
0: And that's okay, because I tell people I am a work in progress to a WIP. And you know, there's some days where I'm all the way there. And then there's some days where I may slide and backfall because we are human. So there may be a word that comes out of my mouth that is not conducive and after it's out of my mouth I'm like oh my gosh I had a faux pas or I had a word vomit and now I really have to censor what I say especially not just for me but also because I spend a lot of times with my nieces and nephews and kids are like a sponge and they absorb everything so there has been incidents where my brother's like hey you're using that word too loosely and then I was like oh and then It was like my realization to like help me work on what I was doing. And sometimes you have to ask yourself, why do I do what I do? And am I doing it for myself or am I doing it to fit in, to be really seen and heard? But then on the other side, whenever you're born again, you're like, I don't need to do things for, for man or woman, but I need to do things that are pleasing to God. So what age did you recommit your life to Christ? And how did you feel in that moment when you just kind of surrender it all and just say, Jesus, Lord, come in and take over my life, not my will, but your will be done. Or what was your experience to being born again?
1: So I don't remember which exact day it was sitting in church, which was the life church at the time. Um, I think that was like in November, 2000, 2000. So it's almost, almost two years now. Cause I got baptized um, early August, not this year, but the year before. And, and the reason for the delay guys is, is I started taking alpha class during the winter, but obviously, you know, America had a C word that showed up that spring and, and blocked a lot of things. So like we had four or five months of, what what happened was, is I went to church, obviously, um, gave my life over to him, and then I wanted to get baptized in the next couple months later, but obviously, we had a blocker that, that blocked a lot of baptisms, and um a that delayed me, but my baptism, I think it was like mid, was like August 10th, 11th, 12th, somewhere in there. Um, the moment when you're sitting in church, it, it feels... That, the same feeling actually feels the same way too when you're baptized. It's just like a relief scone. It's like a tingling effect. It's very tough to say it this way. Some people ball their eyes out. Some people just kind of fall in like they're falling in like a beanbag. And and for me, it was more like the beanbag where it just, oof, you know, like the air came out and uh, tingling. You know, tingling effect that it felt honestly like a sense of peace. You wow, know, it's. It, it's Tough to explain it now because like I still had these battles each day. And and to be honest, like with people's, you know, you experience it, I experience it. Like some people get saved, and boom, they're like right up there right away. And then some people get saved and boom, they become slow burners and they just learn the process and go through it and 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 start seeing the signals, start seeing the spirit, all that stuff. I'm gonna classify myself as that. Like I would see certain things where he's talking to us in scripture, and then it takes a few times for my brain to be like okay hey something's happening here so finally though like the further along into the walk i went in the classes i took and all that stuff and it became more emotional versus um logical
0: i like i like the way you explained it that way and your bean being ba- bean bag analogy it's like You're falling forward, but then in that fall, you're releasing all the baggage, all the boundaries, all the strongholds, the generational curses, and all the things that are not conducive to your newness is just falling off. And it's almost like when you were talking, I heard the song by Mary Mary. It's like, take the shackles off my feet so I could dance. And it's like, I just want to praise them because whenever you go through so much stuff in life and it's so hard, it's like the the worldly stuff, the alcohol, uh, pornography, and all the other things that was mentioned in your bio, it's like those things are constantly weighing you down. And if you think about it in the sense of an aircraft, whenever you're flying and you're going through tsa and they're getting ready to um, after tsa you go through baggage check and then they ask you to put your bags on the scale your suitcase right and they say oh let me see how much your bag weighs whether it's 40 or 50 pounds and if your bag is overweight they tell you hey you need to either take out some stuff out of your suitcase or you need to pay for an extra set of luggage. And that is because if the aircraft is carrying too much cargo, it's going to weigh the plane down and the plane will not be able to cruise to higher elevation and altitudes. So it's almost like us as human beings, if we are weighed down by so much nonsense, so much gunk and so much worldly desires, we're not going to be able to really be, um, free, whole and complete the way that God wants us to be, because we have so many things on us. And you mentioned, you know, coming out of a really bad marriage, whenever you, um, left and separated from that bad marriage is that whenever you started to feel the activation of your inner warrior or or when did you tap into the activation of your inner warriors to mpg mpgs to rpms
1: all right so the little secret chad actually means warrior
0: Oh, okay
1: so when when actually so in the english terms chad is battle or it's warrior depends on how you translate it um so technically the term i blended together for the term when i finally activated everything and started looking from the outside in was actually about six months ago and the reason for i'm going to explain it this way yes i've been sober for about almost for all and almost two years um what happens when you go through these stuff is just you know just like going through journey i'm gonna use classes at life church but like journey to wholeness um alpha classes all this this stuff the further along is you actually strip yourself down and figure out how to relive again and strip yourself back and build yourself back up so like for me getting sober was like my main focus so i wanted to hit the one year no matter what so like for me i was super cautious for that first year because it's like okay i took everything away and now I focused on my mindset. I focused on my health. I focused on everything I needed to do to put, you know, put good gas in. And we're going to go on the car terms here, but like premium gas went in me. So it's like, I did whatever I needed to do to get premium gas in me. Yes. I love my diesel, but we're going to just keep a gas here. Um, so like that first year is such growth that you really find yourself again and, and rolling into it. It took me till August last year so like um, August 6th through the 10th whatever I went to Colorado and and I went up to the mountains they call the continental divide but you walk up to the top and you see both sides like one side's Atlantic one side's Pacific and you look and it just kind of splits it that was the life that said okay I'm doing this and and through the whole process of going through where we're going with like the podcast the speaking and all that stuff I didn't really click so like just like everyone in business you can come up with an idea and all of a sudden it just clicks and it just blends my blend came two months ago where give or take the spring I'm like okay something's off here it's like my message me internally is not mixing with what I'm presenting Like I'm presenting a a great leader and all that stuff, but something is off because it's just the message is kind of just tweaked a bit. So like I tweaked it together and all of a sudden it's like now with Battle Warrior, okay, here's my energy, come and put it in. Here's my inner strength coming in. Here's what I needed to do to fix myself coming in. And you just open it up to where, like, like I said, the MPGs, you know, first and foremost, I fixed my mindset. Because if you have an unhealthy mindset, you're not, going to be surviving in this world to be honest um secondly when you're being born again you got to fight everyone that's going against you so like you got to change your perception and you got to have a healthy mindset to change that perception so like you're going through and everyone's be like why are you doing this i miss the old person you know what's going on i don't understand it you're gonna have family against you like i clean slate like literally clean slate with my friends And, and the one that I thought that would be supportive actually took about a year and a quarter to finally come out saying that it wasn't supportive.
0: Wow. And it's funny that you said that you say that. And when I, when I say it's funny, it I mean, it's because it's ironic and it's true because sometimes when you're going through a new season in your life and a new chapter, you know, the pages are turning, the leaves are changing and, etc you're going from you know being a caterpillar to blossoming into a butterfly and people around you don't understand it because they got so comfortable with the way that you were and even though they knew that the lifestyle you were in was not conducive to your overall well-being mentally physically and emotionally they appreciated where you were but now that you're blossoming and spreading your wings so you could fly as a beautiful butterfly they don't understand it because because it hits different and I'm big into music so there's this one song by Star Ringo and Star Ringo is a CHH artist which is Christian hip-hop artist and the song came on and it's like hit different and it's like sometimes things hit hit you different whenever you take the blinders off and you have a new vantage point and a new focal point point. and those people who used to be writing for you are not going to be the same people that ride for you in this new season. It's because they're traveling on a different wavelength than you are. And it's no disrespect, discount or discredit to those individuals. You just have to know whenever you're cruising up to new levels in your in your life, sometimes those people that were there can't go with you the rest of the journey. And that's why Jesus only had 12 disciples or, you know, some people who aren't who are baby Christians or they're just starting out in the faith. I say Jesus had 12 homeboys. So if you're a girl, you have 12 homegirls, like know who, who your tribe is, and know who your roof terrors are. And when I say roof terrors, I think there's a, a passage in the Bible where there were some friends and there were some friends in a group, and they had a friend in the group who was paralyzed, and they tried to get their paralyzed friend into the home, but the home was crowded. So they went up on the roof and tore a hole in and lowered their friend down in because they wanted their friend to be healed and set free. So do you have those roof tears in your life, or do you have your A1s from day ones who see that you're broken and want you to remain broken versus you take taking the shackles off your feet and you being free so you could soar and rise above to the eagle that you are and eagles don't always hang out with chickens
1: yeah and and when the thing that we forgot here is we, we just went right and soared right away you gotta have goals so like we have to finish the mpg here but like goals like once your mind's good and your perception's good you gotta know where you're going
0: clarity yes so what okay in what moment did you develop The MPG method and the RPM method, like where were you at when it dropped into your spirit? What did that look like? And how did you feel in that moment? Paint us a picture.
1: It's gonna sound actually okay. So, like, I'm gonna paint the moment here. So honestly, this is about two weeks fresh. And uh ideally, she knows what happened a couple weeks ago with some of the things. So, like I was thinking at work, I'm like, okay, how do I just like all you know i'm in a job that i punch in and punch out it's it's in a manufacturing facility my main goal there is to get paid and get out and and the reason why is i i took a we call it punch to the gut and said hey i'm doing this because i want all my focus outside of work doing what i'm doing right now so like for me it was a less stress go work your tail off type of position not to get too in-depth here, but like, I, I, am the receiving end off of five machines, So like, I have an aisle where I walk up and down. The funny thing about this aisle is this is where all my ideas come from, because I've not a m- amount of time. I have like a minute to walk up and down. So like, all of a sudden I get an aha and I write it down and I get another aha and I write it down. Whatever it is with me is, is trying to replicate that energy. And people are like, okay, how did you go from like nothing to like high energy? So I'm like, i'm a car nut dude I, I love horsepower i love going fast i love stuff that's loud like i go down the road and sports car come ripping by and it's just talk i'm gonna say talking not like the you know porsche not that like a deep growl american hot rod type talk and uh to me it i just get all wound up because my grandpa was a mechanic my uncle was a mechanic so like the older i'm getting the more i'm appreciating just a good old-fashioned gnarly dirty engine and um So for me, it's like, everyone can relate to that. Everyone can relate to MPGs because we fill our cars up with gas or, or trucks or, you know, semis, whatever it is. And everyone, when you jump in your car, you look at your speed and next to it, you have your RPM. So like 3000 in, you know, your engine's going to shift, you know, 3,500, you know, you're going to go to the second gear, third gear, whatever it is. It's, if it's not a semi guys, we'll just pause on that one typical cars besides semis, you know, when your automatic engine is going to switch if you've been in that car for so long. So for me, it's how do I relate it? And how do I do it best? And, and for me talking up on stage in car terms, like a Tim Allen, that's how it is. And, and not to sound weird and quirky or how it is, but for me, the older I'm getting, the more simplified I made my life, obviously God's number one. And and I I had the boats, I had the trucks, I had the fishing tournaments, I had the you know, fish and tackle, um, everything you name it. I have an SUV right now, the boat's completely gone. Ninety percent of my fishing and tackle sold. Um, some of it got stolen on an accident for my buddy. Um yes, I do have, you know, some guns. I'm a hunter guy, so ease ease up with me. So like some bow hunting, some hunting stuff. Um don't pounce on my back when i say it because i grew up in upper midwest so uh but when it comes to that stuff i run a very 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 thin very tight very simple life and the more i can just make the aha moments and make it simple the more like like to me more you simplify your life the more you can focus on exactly what you focus on and for me it's you know obviously god relationship with god secondly it's how do i make myself phenomenal in in use my warrior powers like what we keep saying because obviously i'm the battle warrior so it's like okay how do you make yourself great first of all you gotta take care of yourself you gotta put good gas in yourself and you gotta make sure your engine runs correctly those were the two where they came together and then secondly you turn around you help someone else behind you or your husband and wife whatever you know whatever you guys i'm single guys so like for me the gap is family after that but um
0: and that's my
1: that's my main thing
0: And for you ladies listening out there, you just heard him. He dropped the S word. He said he's single, y'all. So if there's any women out there on a prowl that love Jesus and love some of the things that Chad does, hey, there may be a love connection via gems. But now that brings us down to our wind down period. Chad, are you ready to play a fun game to get to know more about Chad? No pressure.
1: Let it rip. Go ahead.
0: Okay. Favorite car
1: dodge challenger with the v8 so it's the hellcat
0: Woo! yes (laughs) two favorite color
1: black
0: black okay three favorite food
1: good old-fashioned gnarly steak on the grill
0: steak on the grill are you cooking it or is someone else cooking it
1: Uh, no i'm cooking it
0: okay (laughs) so have some
1: little charcoal with some smoke next to it so you gotta have a little bit of Mm -hmm. applewood up on top and then gotta throw some nice good old a1 on top
0: okay a one thick and hearty so how do you like your steak do you like yeah. it okay Well,
1: oh, no 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 well well let's reword it this way restaurant medium so i, I like it medium to medium rare but when you cook it guys and you guys uh guys and girls that control the grill and the smokers you kind of understand there's a little sweet spot and uh when that sweet spot comes i pull it off so
0: okay got it four favorite movie
1: Beavis and Butthead do America.
0: Hi. If you could go anywhere in the world, where would it be and why?
1: Uh, right now, my calling is Salt Lake City. Um, reason why is obviously yes. There's there's a big. I'm I'm a Christian guy, but like for some other reason, Salt Lake City has a very good faith based industry, and yes, they are um, different type of christianity um but whatever it is in my heart right now salt lake city is on my
0: okay on my... salt salt Lake, salt lake city utah different kind of christianity not sure what you mean by that but we'll definitely have to dive into
1: that it, it's a and... uh, mormon country
0: oh okay <laughs> and then six favorite book
1: favorite book right now i think my favorite book is the one that's in the hopper right now
0: okay the one that's in the hopper right now okay the bible
1: well that one too yes (laughs) bible's number one but the one that's in the hopper and and you guys that's coming january so
0: okay see he just put a little plug there seven okay favorite place to relax and zone out
1: relax and zone out is actually um I got two spots and it involves water so like um here there's a park south of town it's on lake winnebago um if you get a good western like afternoon the sun just beats on you and you can just sit there and watch the water go right by you um second favorite spot is actually in green bay where my old where i moved from and there's a county park that you can just go sit right on the beach and kind of watch the sunset so
0: nice oh so serenity and water okay eight coffee or tea coffee okay nine pizza or burgers
1: Ooh. well it depends if i'm lifting burgers uh, but in my mind pizza all day
0: pizza all day okay but if you're lifting burgers because what are you trying to bulk up with the protein yes Okay, got it. And then 10 bonus question. This is where you could ask me anything while we have four minutes remaining in the conversation.
1: What I can ask you. Oh, uh, so you were a guest on my podcast. Uh, We'll just drop that one in there. It's called the Battle Warrior Podcast and I'm not gonna eavesdrop, but um, we were talking about corporate, corporate life and kind of your own journey but we never got in depth of which facility you visit all the time down there I'm not going to say which but like I have family down by you and I know there's a very very strong foundation in certain areas of big big churches that get gnarly how how gnarly is that church
0: um it can be pretty gnarly there are two mega churches that i've been to in texas because when i go to dallas i visited the potter's house which is a big church with tdj so i've been to lakewood church with joel and victoria osteen and I've also been to Oak Cliff, which um, is Tony Evans' Doctor Tony Evans' church, and his daughter is Priscilla Shire, who was the main character, one of the main characters in the movie War Room. And they could be really uh, gnarly and fun. And I really like the music because the music, the praise and worship, sounds like you're in a concert and just the lights. And since we're still in the pandemic, my family and I have not been um, to church, so we do our church um, online and. With online church right now we could watch different churches and I like Stephen Verdick I like um Chad Beach Carl Lentz Real Talk Kim she's phenomenal she's funny she's based out in Atlanta she's uh this cool uh white white chick with she has a mohawk sometimes with big glasses and designer jewelry well not designer jewelry but like different jewelry so yeah that's just a little bit there and um does that answer your question
1: yeah, yeah and there I think there's one that I we all know very very well it's Bishop uh first initial might be T and the last one might be JX.
0: yeah I've been to his church a few times it's it's pretty cool and um before our timer runs out, Chad, I want you to close us out with giving us one or two gems and then tell the listeners and viewers once again who you are.
1: All right. So here's a hidden gem, guys. So let's let's rev up your life so you can change your local culture today. So let's just say my personal sayings changed culture. Why? If you go into the Bibles, you understand there's a lot of people that changed their culture and I didn't click till about a week or two how I said that and secondly guys uh where you can find me on social media we have uh at the chad m smith at the battle warrior brands and at the battle warrior podcast all on instagram um we have the facebook group battle warriors with the s um i need to get in that more it's just time 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 so if you guys got any social media managers that's works super super cheap for like maybe five, 10 bucks hook me up <laughs>
0: there you have it listeners and viewers of gems chad smith here on gems it has been a pleasure and all of his contact information will be in the show notes so peace love and lots of blessings